Hey everybody, welcome back to an Identical Draw podcast. It's been a while since we've been on here. Thomas and I are headed to the 80 to do some management work, but we'll discuss that another day. Gritty of 2022, looking back on some highs and lows um, from turkey season, deer season, all that good stuff. But first, gotta tell you about the new Vortex tripod. It's the Mountain Pass tripod kit. It is awesome. Um, By far my favorite Vortex tripod that they've done. Um, They've got a pretty awesome line. We use the Summit Carbon tripod quite a bit. This Mountain Pass, love the leg extension. So max load of 22 pounds. The tripod weighs 3.1 pounds. It's because these are are th- these are aluminum legs, right? Yep. These are aluminum. So it's light. Yep. You got the max height of 56 inches, minimum height nine inches. So that sucker can get low. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, we film with it. We obviously use it for all of our glassing needs. It's pretty ideal. Um, we use. I mean, we've used like high-end Manfrotto's that cost way too much money. The and legs, these vortex ones. The legs be. extend with the clips, not the what would you Turns. call them? Yeah, the turn ones that kind of can. Yeah, the clip legs are the way to go, for sure. So, if you're and it's 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 relatively like cheap. Like you can get it for like a hundred, like less than two hundred bucks. This tripod. So, yeah. So if you're looking, if you're in the market for either a filming tripod or a glassing tripod that you could pack on a bag and get places. This could be a good option. Yep. So, all right, we're going to get into the podcast. There's a couple things that stand out in 2022. It's really hard to look past the biggest buck ever. Um, I kind of... You should... We should, we that should. just kind of blurred my fall. Yeah. It, it, he, yeah. He really disturbed the norm, which was great. Um, but, man, it was such an amazing year. Yeah. Best YouTube growth we've ever had. Best Instagram growth we've ever had. Just some amazing relationships formed. Um, grown tighter with a lot of folks. You should make your announcement for our podcast listeners. I, uh, I've been going down a, a slightly different uh, path. Um, this is obviously, the, this I, is, we should announce this is the last ID podcast. No. Um, no Jokes. I've actually been, so I got my uh, Nebraska real estate license, working on my Kansas real estate license. I, I, I love the land. I love being outdoors. Um, that's why I started Identical Draw with Tom, um, just because I wanted to do that all the time. And Identical Draw is absolutely flourishing right now. We're, we're gonna, 2023 is going to be the best year we've ever had, for sure. I'm talking like financially, talking content-wise, all that stuff. 2023 is going to be going to be the best ever. Um, but yeah, I got my Nebraska real estate license. Uh, I'm officially working um, with Midwest Land Group. So if you're looking to buy or sell, I'm your guy. 402-438-0181. But. IDs all staying the same. Yep, IDs all staying the same. Um, even going, growing stronger. So um, yeah, it's been it's been fun. Like as you, I mean, as a lot of folks, I mean, can guess. Like we have busy times with ID and we have slower times. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, during hunting seasons, it's 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 crazy. But during the off season, yeah. there's, there's a lot of off season that like we have to do content, obviously, because we are we are more than hunting influencers. Like we 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 don't do influencing. We do content creation. So like we have to work every month for, for companies to create mm-hmm. stuff for them. Yep. And um, but there is time where like I've I've wanted to pick something else up because, uh, like our uh, our side side hustle used to be moving furniture. We uh, my brother-in-law Zach he ran uh, basically ran a Lincoln branch of a company, Firefighters on the Move shout out, and um, we, so yeah we moved and delivered furniture for like three to four years. Moved people's houses, like loaded them up in a truck, unloaded them, had them sleep in, in their same bed in a different house that same day. Um, a lot of manual labor, but it was it was fine. Like we enjoyed the yeah. hell out of that job. Yeah, I mean we we got paid pretty well. Yeah, and we could free take, lunch. Yeah, and yeah, like physical labor, 
And at the end of the day, you just like, you walked away with your tip money and that was it. Yep. You know, nothing to think about. Yeah. <laughs> just get ready for the next day. Um, so yeah, like Thompson and I have both like gone down different routes of what could we pick up on the, on the side, you know? And like Midwest this plan group yeah. is our long-term plan. Yeah. Like we love, like, we're still like, I'm taking a little bit more of identical draw, but, um, like we just want, we want more places to hunt. We want, um, just more opportunity and stuff. Yep. And I the, think the, when I look at my life, I want to I want more than 80 acres to hunt. And I'm like, what well, will get me there? I'm like doing this will definitely help. So yeah. So that's been, uh, been taking up some of my time lately. Um, so yeah, if seriously, I, I'm happy to help. Um, if you know anybody that needs needs a hand, uh, obviously license in Nebraska. If you're right looking, now, if you're looking for a piece, or if you're selling, yep. Nate's your guy. Yep. Yeah, you can hit me up. Um, Do you have like an elevator pitch yet? No, I don't. You figure that out. But um, I know Midwest Land Group sells for the most money for all you sellers out there. Um, yeah, less time, less headache. Mm-hmm. make it easy for you so but uh yeah let's uh that, that that was a that was a slight change up um this last year but i mean we had a bunch of uh incredible hunts on the turkey and deer side um like you, we i don't look at a year of success based on how many things we killed but we did have a very a very i mean profitable year with the animals um I mean, we shot with all of our hunts. We shot the most turkeys we've ever shot by quite a quite a long shot. Yep, we shot um, fifteen. I thought. Well, I mean, not like, like us. Like fourteen. Either us or people we got on birds on all our. Right, land. Let's just go through that in the spring. All right, started out our spring in Kearney. Should have killed. Didn't no, kill. Should have killed Nebraska birds. Oh yeah, was that our first? Yeah, that was our first. Yeah. Nebraska birds on a permission piece. Almost killed. Didn't get one in Kearney with our buddy Jacob. Kansas. Yep. I shot my Kansas bird at the bow. That would have been the first. Um, I missed in Iowa, but then killed Jans. Was that? I think that's next. Was that next? Mm-hmm. All right. So then we killed on a permission piece. And then, so that that's bird number one, right? You're, you're, no, mm-hmm. wait. No, bird number two because my Kansas one. Mm-hmm. So that, that leads, that, that gets us up to two. Next trip would been vortex the vortex guys and eric yeah i think so, so we had we had our buddy eric barber he killed two he killed two that trip you killed one i killed one you killed one yep um and then so that was in may i mean we'll, we'll we'll come back to the details of the trips but let's just go bird count here and then we helped boardman get two graham yeah. get two so there's 10 on helping or or shooting and then new hunter hunt Wait, no. I killed a public bird in between mm. that. So that's 11. And then we had a new hunter hunt where Matt killed two. 13. Umberto, Josh, yeah. 15. And then the rest of the year, Anthony didn't kill one. Is that it? Is that it? We didn't go out to Wisconsin, yeah. 15. Yeah, so, I mean, it was amazing. Um spring just like having some of the i mean yeah we had some we had some incredible turkey hunts i mean with eric we there that one day okay we had several good hunts with eric but the one one day i don't know what it was tuesday or wednesday i don't we killed we had three birds by 10 a.m yeah because are we doubled up and then yours like those mornings in the spring where they're just like you can't turn them off are uh pretty insane uh-huh. what were we driving up on that ridge for when i shot mine were we like we were gonna go work that bird we were gonna go work that oh bird there's one the on front. the back side right in that big open field yeah just couldn't get there um yeah hey by the way the nebraska the nebraska turkey regulations changed um if you're a nebraska turkey hunter you can only kill one bird per day, and residents can only kill two birds instead of three. Non-residents can only 
kill one bird besides the th- compared to three last year. Compared to three last year. And I think there's a max of 10,000 non-resident tags. Something like so that. So the only thing that changed for us is you can't they open today the actually. You can't em- you can't empty a flock for like for residents like you can only shoot two birds and you can't do them on the same day. Yep. But then everything so else is So now the same. instead of just freaking shooting your eight shot into a flock and hoping you fill your three tags, you got to actually be careful and only take one bird. PSA. If you're yeah, if 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 you're gonna spring turkey hunt, you really should go actually read the regulations because they changed quite a few things. So and probably more states than ours because yeah, um, oh yeah, things are changing a little yeah. bit. Yeah, I think la- I think last spring kind of set off the alarms for the spring turkey, mm-hmm. kind of getting back into that conservation mindset. Yeah, but um, <clears throat> but here we are. We killed we we killed fifteen last spring. Um, that was spread out on like yeah, that was. Yeah, I mean, how many like, thousands of yeah. acres? Yeah, north part of the state, south part of the state, central part of the state, all over. Um, yeah, so I mean, any other notes on the spring? I mean, having I love creating new relationships. We had a um, like an underrated but like good shed season. That, like it just didn't yeah. feel good because like we we'd only pick up like one good shed like per trip. Yeah, so like they're all spread out, but, like, we got but then like when you look back, you're like, okay, we got like four mature deer antlers. We had big eight mature one yeah. side. We had spitchy two one side mature. We had that sticker back buck in after the burn, three year old maybe. So you've got two four five year olds half and rack. a three year old half rack, which was five year old probably deer. Um, who else did we pick up? Any big picked up small ones? That might have been it. Those are the those are the big boys. Uh, so yeah, pretty decent. Just spread out throughout some time. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, turkey season. I really love it just because of the time you get to spend with with folks. Like having some really awesome time with Eric and Cam, um, the Vortex guys helping them out. Uh, gosh. Just like our new hunter hunt, just creating new relationships with people. Like you just. You never know, like, really, when you're just meeting somebody at the camp, how it's going to go. We had never awesome. met any of those people in person, right? None I of them. Mean, yeah, Josh. Never met Josh. Josh, we've talked to for a while. Yeah, um, Josh Hillier. Never met him. First light. Uh, never met him in person. Sam, we had talked to just over social. Over social. And never met him. Never met him. Yeah, and then all the new hunters were totally new. And, and then Shannon, Shannon and Matthew. Yeah. Yep. Uh, we talk, obviously worked and talked to Shannon from Gastronome. Talked to them, but yeah, they were the first time out there. So like, yeah, just a, a whole camp of a lot of new hunters, but also just people you've never hunted with before, and just for things to just gel so perfect, it was just an awesome. By the way, these episodes are going to be dropping in the next month. You need to the go, turkey ones, yeah. You need to go check out these these turkey episodes. are going to be dropping in the next few weeks. They're going to be epic. So yeah, it was just awesome. Yeah, killed. I mean, a lot of that was on permission ground. Last year, I'm pretty we sure had like the eleven, most eleven of the birds maybe were. Yeah, the mo- Which, if you're into that, we also have a film coming out. So, I'll give you some of my secrets how I how I get those. I already have two properties locked in for this. You're spring, saying we have, we have a film acres. coming out on how Nate gets permission pieces. Yep. yep. Then I'm gonna do a film on how to be friends with the guys that get permission pieces. Sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, anything else to cover for, for spring? Mm. Mm. Didn't have any, uh, didn't get covered with ticks too much. Me and Anthony had one bad hunt. My brother, our brother, on a permission piece, we were covered. Got into the den? Yep. Was it like just a warm day? Um, it was, yep. It was a warm day on a permission piece, and... Uh, I thought I had maybe, maybe I hadn't permethrined in a while. Um, I know he didn't at all. And I was like, we were. It was like one of those like kind of have to strip down to the to the boxers outside the truck. I was like, mm, I bet I bet we'll find five. And I mean, we were into the twenties real quick. Inside, outside of your pants, you know, just mm-hmm. little little suckers. Did you have? Um 
Yeah, last year was kind of a I had a I had kind of a bad tick year last year, but um did you have any attached? I don't think I did have any attached last year. Mm-hmm. Nothing like the first Kansas 80 year. But um yeah, high, I, we can just do each high and low from the turkey season. Move on to deer. Okay, summer. Um I think my high is going to be it's a twofold permissions absolutely crushed major high and just the people that we had to the new new faces and new folks that we had to have in camp mhm that just love it major high uh low I don't really have I don't really have lows about spring turkey hunting Um, oh, you're the Iowa hunt where you missed. Yeah, that was a major low. That hunt kind of sucked bad. Yeah, I have to big time. <clears throat> I was just watching that episode. Man, that's just dirty. You're just pissed off the whole time. It's a like it's. I hate watching that episode. I haven't watched it. You're again. just like cursing me out the whole time. It's just gnarly. You weren't the best hunting buddy though that trip. Uh, I will say though, you overreact like times a thousand. Like, like I was. I was portraying myself and like giving you feedback very kindly, and you're like, "It's beautiful." I'm like, "Okay." Kind of, you, I mean, not really. Like, you were. The only reason you think I'm being that is because I'm saying things that you don't like. Like, I'm not saying them in a mean way. I'm not saying like you're saying them at the wrong time. But that doesn't make it mean. Like, well, like being like you just should have said it at a different saying time. Saying like, "Hey, I think you missed that bird." Let's move on. You're just like, oh, you, you such an asshole. No, I'm not. I just, I'm just stating a fact. I think you missed. Yeah, it's tell me that. Mean. Tell me that. Give me ten minutes and then tell me that. Okay. Like, don't just say it at, like when the gunpowder is still fresh. Sure. I'm, I'm just more of a like. I mean, you missed. Let's move on. You know, it's not a big deal. Don't need to be pissed about it. It's part of hunting. Mostly. I, I have. I have feelings about that shotgun with those shells. I think that shotgun yeah, need throws to, them. I think you need to side in that. I think yeah. you need to shoot some shells through that shotgun. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that's for another day. Your your highs and lows? 2022 20, spring mm, turkey? I don't know. Maybe um, maybe the bird I, I killed with Matt. The, mm-hmm. I mean, absolutely. Like, like crazy hunt. Like just birds like shaking the ground goblin right next to you and just yeah biggest bird turkey i've ever seen in my life we killed more inches of spurs this spring than we have like lifetime up there yeah there are some big ones up we, there man yeah, we, I, we've never eric's killed bird, a big one eric's bird massive mark boardman shot a big spur daddy see like all and the big spur birds were truly like yeah eastern like mm-hmm. i mean we measured those suckers. They were nearly two inches, I thought. Yeah. Which for Nebraska is just not a thing. Yeah. I don't... None of the big spurred turkeys came off of the pieces we've hunted for a long time, though. Yeah. Like, I wonder if, like, something about that, like, I don't know, like... Yeah. All of them came off permission. Something in the soil. It's mm-hmm. genetics. All right, let's move on. Summer was okay. I mean, about as good as summer gets. Hot, humid. Had it's a good glass in session with old the Tommy Buck. Yeah, he's, he's through. He's through, and he's, we're going to shoot him September. We're getting him. He's going to be a five-year-old next year. Don't die, buddy. Do you get landowner? So you'll probably end up shooting him. Yeah. I don't know if I'll draw. We'll see. We'll see what's around. I might not shoot him. Good not pass that. That's what's good is like you you definitely would shoot him. I might pass him. No, I I might. I'll be honest. I'm looking for something pretty big next year. I want. <laughs> you would never pass him, dude. We didn't even talk about. You're out of your mind. We didn't even talk about. Maybe that'll get to the highs and lows of. We need to discuss who's made it through and who hasn't. Yeah. Um. But okay, this deer season, I killed three bucks. They were all young. But. They're all kind of first. Like, my first Nebraska mule deer was a three-and-a-half-year-old, I would assume. Mm-hmm. I mean, amazing hunt. I'm not passing that deer up ever. 
like we worked for it hard got that was a that was a, our first ever Nebraska deer permission and gosh like I mean we've hunted them for a long time so I was jacked about that deer South Dakota young deer but still an amazing hunt in those hills gosh we had like our best evening of public land hunting ever in South Dakota like when I look back in the fall if I could relive besides the half racks hunt if I could relive that evening in South Dakota man I would love to do yeah that. that was insane man then I shot obviously Nebraska late season which Ridge's first hunt ever my first muzzleloader kill I'm like I I don't regret it at all it was, was funner than hell that was definitely a highlight yeah for me it was so fun so those are like that's what I shot I think did I shoot a doe nope didn't shoot a doe missing Nebraska archery buck I did miss a Nebraska archery buck northeast Nebraska early season cold front that was September I think that was September yeah it's 12 um yep Tom you obviously goat antelope that was a hot hunt antelope in August 100 degrees yeah just first day didn't even set up camp mm-hmm didn't unpack the truck and then it was just a I mean we, were, we, we talked about a Boone and Crockett deer. we've talked about Colorado elk before I mean that that stings more than anything um yeah because our fall <clears throat> I mean it lined up where early season we hit up South Dakota for pronghorn and then went to my Nebraska mule deer tag and I mean antelope yeah we didn't even set up camp we just in those days those early season days they're just hotter than nuts mm-hmm. like like a hundred degrees. You miss them. Like talking about it right now. Like you miss it, but like but it's, it sucks. It sucks. Bad. Like during the day. Yeah. Like I look about like some phone videos of us just like sitting around. Like we'd we'd hike some during the day, but it's a joke. It's yeah. hundred and five degrees. Not a cloud in the sky. You're just yeah. burning up. At your truck camp. Just like waiting for the thirty minutes of evening, where it'll actually be good. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean that was our first ever like. 100% filled tags western trip like we filled both the antelope and the mule deer tag yeah because those ta- I mean shooting those those type of hunts archery antelope and archery mule deer on in very flat states are kind of very hard to fill so we were pretty jacked up after filling those mm-hmm. yeah I mean elk was we, we talked about it right I mean <laughs> elk was elk was we gut, learned gut a lot wrench. We learned a lot. We almost we broke the code for elk hunting. Yeah, you and I, we had it. This was our breakthrough year. Mm -hmm. I remember sitting around camp after our first evening up on a mountain, and being looking at Tom and being like, "I am distraught that that didn't work out, but I understand elk hunting. Like, we just figured it out. Like, if we can do that a few more times, then we'll kill. And we did do it a few more times." We needed probably. We're still, uh, dude. Think about how long. Different things. Think about how long, like it took us to kill certain turkeys. You know, like there were a couple very frustrating years, and I feel like we're we've just gotten through that with elk. The thing with elk is like, you learn slower because you have seven to ten days once a year. You don't have three months to chase them like you do like turkeys. Yeah, and you don't get and you don't get all the encounters. You don't get three opportunities a day with elk. Yeah, like out of. Out of our week-long trip, we had three really good ones. <clears throat> Four. Is, yeah. And, I mean, we are so close on some of those. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, 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 you were drawn several times. Like, big bulls within 100 yards coming in several times. Yeah. Which is pretty amazing. I mean, just being in that, our first really, yeah. It, it added up. Weather was good. Hunting pressure was good, and we just were hunting it smart. I mean, I would say our hunting strategy for elk was just aggression. We did good. We just ran at them. Just got in it got in their circle and just mm-hmm. forced the fight. And besides, I mean, thick, thick cover saved the first one at 10 yards. 
Uh, some thermals. I mean, that wasn't the first one. But no, yeah. the second one. Some thermals saved a couple others. Mountain wind is just. Mountain wind's just it's hard. easily the hardest part about it all. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Just depends on what. What, what the cover's like. You're on one side of the valley, you go to the other, it's doing the opposite. I yep. mean, how do, you, how do you chase an elk doing yeah, that? It's time tough. of day. Like, there's, like, the calculation for, for wind in the mountains is just, like, a, an algebra problem that you have to shift different ways I mean, we're, with certain we're, things. We work our butts off. Like, the, even the last day, like, when we did that whole hike, like, behind the cabin. Yeah. Like, holy, that was a, that was brutal. Yeah. Yeah. And we still, I mean, we saw a calf. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah, I mean, I'll kill an elk eventually. I know it. Yep. And then I think we had a really big. I think we had an awesome learning experience in South Dakota, with my with my deer hunt. I mean, forty to fifty mile an hour winds. Like most Tom, Dick, and Harrys are probably not hunting in that those situations, but it proved to like really be advantageous for us. Mm-hmm. The deer are just were they were just so predictable. I mean. When you've got what, what were the winds? Were they? The, like bringing the max temps, right? The were they south? Were they were they strong south winds? I don't, no, because we were we were walking into the wind when we were going into that last mm-hmm. field. So it was a north wind. So just south facing slopes, even like at the south facing or it was east facing also. You would just find the deer in there, and that last night, man, we just found a hard to get to untouched area with some food in there like in just like deep ravines with cover i was just like man we're gonna see deer in here mm-hmm. saw saw our biggest public land whitetails um saw several really nice muleys just uh, an evening you dream of where you just can't get away from deer because we were just bouncing yeah. around from stock to stock and just like there wasn't there wasn't a moment where going we were after like, a deer. what should we do we should just glass here it was like mm-hmm. no let's go after that one <laughs> going after deer yeah and being interrupted by other deer so yeah that was a fun hunt had some pretty solid Kansas hunts in late October right we had the twenty Oklahoma oh yeah Oklahoma that was a learning test and I I just spent a couple days uh, January Oklahoma those deer. We, we, we found bucks yeah, on Oklahoma. You could do public. it. We found some nice... I, I mean, that one buck I saw was at least 150 mm-hmm. on Oklahoma Public. They... What was the thing? What was so hard about it? It was like getting around the was movement. very hard. Everything was louder. They were always moving. Yeah. And, uh, and dudes. Yeah. Yeah, that was our first like really like pressured hunt with dudes, but also... Yeah, they were just they, it, like those whitetails had no chill. Yeah, they were just on their feet all the time. Yeah, you kind of need deer to just kind of hang out and like take a step every five minutes to really or 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 bed somewhere that you know you can get to. Mm-hmm. And they were bedding on private stuff most of the time, and yeah, just covering an insane amount of country, but also no predictability. Like you didn't have the early season predictability. That I think the timing was also like. No, nothing happened the same or even like close to similar morning and evenings you know mm-hmm. or like the like two mornings in a row or two evenings in a row nothing was similar like we had to change every single hunt we had to like wipe the, the, the slate clean and like redo it which I yeah. think was awesome we did a curve, very very good job on X scouting yes yeah like we'd pick spots and we'd find bucks yeah. In those spots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was good. I mean, I'd go back for sure. Yeah. We will be back. Uh, can I mean, that basically brings us into Kansas and... Yeah. Um, Kansas, yeah, we had some incredible... You passed, you passed the deer that was bigger than yeah. your best. I mean, who we Wide don't load. know is alive. Wide load might be dead. That suck, because that dude's got a frame. He's got to be dead, dude. He went from showing up I'm not going to extremely regularly. I I won't say he's dead until I don't see him next fall, but who knows? I mean, sometimes deer just disappear. I mean, like, think about, like, Babe. Like, we've had a year with him, and we knew that he'd disappear, but, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you never know. I mean, he could be. 
I would be so jacked up. You found um, a shed. Yeah. Or just anything. So we have, uh, I know they don't listen to this, but we have, man, we are so blessed with a lot of great neighbors on our 80. We've got um, one that obviously causes some issues just because of the dog issue, which there are dogs running all over our ground. And we have another one that is okay, but doesn't share any information. Uh, he's yeah, kind he's of, got a big head. Like I, like I know they they shot several bucks on the land that's like r- around right next, our eighty, right next to us. Yeah, yeah, and they would not share those bucks. The people that shot them, like, wouldn't share what they were. I, I, so I I'll, I'll say it's just like I'll say like I just was like, hey man, I'm not going to share it. I just simply want to know. Like we just like to keep track of what's alive. You don't want to ever burn bridges, even with the bad neighbors. Yeah, especially the bad neighbors. But I would, I would. I have a high suspicion that there aren't always tags in in hands when mm-hmm. they're shooting deer, and that's yeah. a reason that they don't want a, they Things don't want to get out. Yeah, like something. Yeah, it doesn't. Like, it just doesn't add up. Who doesn't want to send buck pick to like buddies or like mm-hmm. a neighbor? Like in my mind, it's like something that most dudes want to flaunt. So it's like, why are you not wanting to? We share? told them like we're not gonna like we, this wouldn't go anywhere. We just want to know if the bucks we 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 know yeah. are dead. Yeah. So, do you think he'd show us in person? Because, you know, yeah, I can't. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, we, I mean, we had amazing encounters with wide load. I passed him twice within 30 yards. Got some of the best footage we've ever, ever had with that deer. Like that, that stuff that you took, that one hunt. Mm-hmm. Gosh, just amazing. And, and your November day. Yep. I was in the beans. Mm-hmm. And passed Tommy twice. Past the buck, we called Ricky, who got shot. Probably a bad shot, mile, three quarter mile away. Bad yeah. shot and got eaten by coyotes. So that's yeah. a rough but ending. Th- Ricky. Those neighbors, those neighbors were kind and sent us picks. Yep. Um, young ten, we did not see young ten in the stand this year. And pretty bummed by that, and he did get shot during rifle season by somebody I don't know. Sticker eight's alive. Sticker eight is alive. We didn't have him on the eighty all fall besides December and really early season. The neighbor we like shot a good four year old. Yep. Um, that we had pictures of. Yep. It was the most um the most rifle season bloodshed. Yes. Rifle season did the most damage ever that we've we've been landowners. So next year like just looking at bucks that made it through, you've got Tommy, and you've got Sticker Eight, two deer that are going to be awesome. They're both four, going to be five. So I mean, hopefully a good jump. Like Sticker Eight put on, like he had a pretty fun jump this last year. So I'm interested so to see what he's going to do. And it's <laughs> especially prevalent when you have just 80 acres. But like you can't take a good hunt for granted. Nope. Like you, like every time you pass a deer, you have to understand like that deer could be shot. Like. It's just so important to always remember that these deer aren't yours. Yep. Like that, like, I don't care how far you get in, in the deer hunting world. Like you just need to always know that because when that deer gets shot and he will, like, it's not going to sting as bad. Yeah. Like it's just part of like deer come and go. And like, sometimes you get lucky and you shoot a deer like half rack and like, we take that sometimes in. Sometimes you're that guy. Yeah. You're just like, there. Like, like the, for the first year, like we didn't F up and we shot the biggest deer in the area. five mile area. Yeah. yeah. Which feels damn good because, like, we missed it on Primero. Hell we, yeah. We missed it on Fred, you know? Like, that was us this year. Like, we shot yeah. the almost 180, mm-hmm. which jacks you up. Yeah. But, like, some years it's, it, it's not going to be you, and that's just, it's like, we, like, it's different on, on if you have 1,000 acres or, like, mm-hmm. 6,000 acres. Like, mm-hmm. there's a different feeling about it, and there's, I don't know. 80, like, deer don't live on 80. Like, you have to get them while they're there. Yeah. And that's what I think we really noticed late season. Like, we had a yeah. super hard December because I don't think they were using our 80. They just weren't yeah. on it. Yeah. And, yeah. like, everybody's... We made we a, posted, a reel yeah, about it. Po- yeah. It was, like, private land versus public like I, land. I, I made it knowing, like, I'd, I'd piss off some people. That's a major... Hey, social media people, if you want to grow, that's a major thing. If you want to, like, really have stuff go off, make it slightly edgy. Controversial, yeah. Yeah, a little controversial because that makes the comment fights and that gets shares... And that gets yeah. post. 
yeah. Anyways, go off of what um, you kind of made it. So basically, I was like in quotations, like what people say is like private land hunting is very easy. And then I, and then like my next like um, footage scene was like all these tough parts about hunting 80 acres. And, and everybody took it as like, I was saying that hunting private is harder than public, which is not at all what I was saying. Mm-hmm. I was just saying that like a lot of people think that like, oh, any private land is like so much easier than public. And all I've, all I was stating is like, it's not always that case. Like yep. we have hunted, uh, ha- we've hunted chunks of public that have been easier than hunting the 80 at times. Yep. You know, it, it just, just the fact of it. But you know? the also, the, the big are, thing that, I, I, again, I'm not saying like, there are insane advantages to having private land. Oh, absolutely. You know, yeah. but like there are also a million things like, like, the competition and, yep. and poachers all the time and yep. dogs constantly on our 80 from neighbors. Like mm-hmm. the, the fact of the matter is <clears throat> your expectations change too. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we both passed bucks that we'd shoot in a heartbeat on South Dakota or Nebraska public. hundred mm-hmm. percent. So it's like that, that's one thing that changes and we just, yeah. I mean, we, yeah, we, we have totally different expectations for that, for the 80 and like, I, I didn't fill my 80 tag. Everybody's like, the hunting private is so easy. I didn't fill my tag. I shot several public land bucks this year. I did not fill my private Kansas tag. Mm-hmm. Like, if you just look at it like that. I mean, and we put, we, put some, we put some hours in. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I don't know where we were going with that, but it's, yeah, it was... There's there's a lot of we do all this work. The pressure's and, pretty pre- yeah. the pressure's pretty insane around the eighty. Like yeah, yeah. If it's, it's gonna make it through, it's, it's gonna, gonna be lucky. interesting to see how the the tag draw and like getting tougher in Kansas. Yeah, um, because I I almost feel like Kansas is the new Iowa, mm-hmm. and, and like I'm not afraid to say this. Like people basically understand it, but like Kansas was very similar to Iowa, but easier to draw. Yeah, but that's like not the case anymore. Like mm-hmm. people have made it much more difficult. Yeah, I was now draw. like a four-year draw. I was five. I was five. Kansas is becoming a, two. a two to three. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's just getting tougher. Yeah. So if you want to lock up some of that land, you got to give me a call. Um, but anyways, so yeah, I mean Kansas was like we had we had the most like buck encounters we've probably ever had. Yeah, I mean. And I mean, you can't, a lot, a lot, you cannot this, beat. Last year was the year of the three-year-old, and we yeah. knew this year was going to be the year of the four-year-old, and it was. We saw a Several lot of four-year-olds got shot, but yeah, but like some good ones made it through. Sticker eight made it through. Tommy made it through. Babe, we think made it through. He left. Yeah. Splitchy two still alive. So there's still there's going to be shooters next mm-hmm. year. That will be good. Yeah. And you never know, like you never know about like shooting a big mature deer like half rack off like. If, if people think there's, if another big guy is going to move in, you know, yeah. like deer are territorial like that. Mm-hmm. You just don't know. I mean, there's going to be several five-year-olds, but you never know if there's just like a boss in the area and yeah. half rack was broke to crap every year. You just don't know if he just was beating everybody up. Yeah. I mean, December was nine day different than any other year we've had like yeah. slow. Yeah. Like we had our chances. We had a couple like hunts that we, we hunted smart. And we just didn't quite get it. I mean, we saw split G2. Like, we we did things that almost killed deer. Mm-hmm. But it just, like... We did good things. I mean, nothing was consistent. Last year, yeah. we had consistency with these deer, and yeah. we didn't this year. Split G2 was on camera, like, 15 to 20 days out of December last year. Like, an insane yeah. amount. Like some his, nocturnal, his, some like daylight. His, his activity on our ground dropped by, like... 80%. Yeah. I mean, insane. Yeah. And you just, you don't, who knows why? I mean, who, like, you just can't. Like, it, it could be simply, like, our, our cameras aren't where he's at. Yeah. Could, could he be spending the similar time? Yeah. yeah. It's possible. Um, you just don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we gave it a few late season days of hunting and, like, I, just I don't know. Crap. We, you and more, I, we were both, was, like, we were didn't different. hunt a lot in December because we thought it was going to heat up like crazy. And it just the the issue with the with the huge cold snap we had is one it was basically over Christmas yeah and which we were not gonna hunt and then secondly like 
it was almost like too cold. Like I, I would have liked some like just a couple like twenty degree days in there. Yeah. Like I, when it was like negative as the 50. high, and then and then windy as hell. Like mm-hmm. how do you hunt? Like yeah. you don't hunt. Like so you almost yeah. we almost couldn't take advantage of that cold. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, we didn't hunt a lot of early December during rifle, and we were just kind of waiting for it to turn on, and it just didn't. Um. Last year, like, our December was almost better than November. Yeah. But, I don't know. Years change, and going into management season, going to make some more changes to see if we can keep keep deer around even more. Yep. So, quick, some quick highs and lows um, from the year. My high, I'll start, since you did turkey. Yeah. Um, changing my shooting form. To resistance was definitely a high. Mm-hmm. I feel a lot better um, actually with that. And um, I mean, like, I was able to, like, my biggest fear is, like, can I get a quick shot off on a whitetail? And I was able to do that on smoked him. on a big deer, you know? So, like, we're, <laughs> dude, that deer, we, I know we've talked about this before, but if we had a few minutes to watch him or if we had trail cam photos of him, we would have yeah. been sharding our pants. Yeah. But, when you've never, when the f- we didn't know even right away who I mean, it was, he was a he was alive in front of us for less than ten seconds, ten fifteen. You just can't get nervous. You just can't get nervous that fast. Yeah. Like you and I were both about to pass out after in the tree, but like you can't get nervous that fast. Yeah. It, like physically, you can't. Like your brain is not telling you like to get nervous fast enough. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, yeah. It, it makes you like really think about, yeah. Just like seeing that deer on the hoof is is truly like just a gigantic blessing. I mean, what percentage of whitetail hunters are seeing a deer like that? You know, that's mm-hmm. why. I like, I mean, one percent. Mm-hmm. And just being, I mean, you you want to think that like things we're doing like really set that up to happen, but at the end of the day, the rut killed that deer, dude. Yeah, and we were at the right place at the right yep. time. We were at the right place, but the rut literally killed that deer. I mean, mm-hmm. there was chasing and grunting in front of us, and he came in and wanted to, to rough some feathers it, up. Yeah. And, yeah. I don't know if I cut you off on your high and low, but you can go back to that. No. My low would be related to half rack in that I didn't, like, God, I would have loved was, to, like, watch that deer more. Like, that... that that is I would never shitty I would, low, dude. I would never change it. I just wanted to watch him no, that's, more. It's not, it's, that's not a low. It's not a low. I'm not going to use it as my low, but I would have loved to watch him yeah. more. Oh, like, no doubt. Having like a few him, minutes like, of B-roll. Sure, I would have been more nervous, but like being able to just watch him like chase and like yeah. would have really given you yeah, the spectrum of how big this deer is. But yeah. Um, gosh, I'm trying to think of yeah, a low. Yeah, I mean, some footy, some footage of him like at 80 yards raking some crap. Yeah. I wouldn't have hated that. Mm-hmm. My low is probably Oklahoma. Um, that first night I had, when I had a shot opportunity, uh, I had a pretty good deer. Yep. Um, and then just my arrow deflected on something I didn't even see. Um, still wish I could I could look back at that, but uh, that that's probably my low. Like that would have been just icing on the cake. Mm-hmm. That or elk, you know. Um, I only get really upset about one encounter we had. Mm-hmm. Um, all the elk. other ones, like I was, uh, I was okay with. Um, it felt like the elk just outsmart, outsmarted me. But yeah, there's a couple like movements you need to make, and I didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, it's crazy how like one decision, yeah, like one wrong decision be, can cost yeah. you like. You got to do monumental things in a split second. You mm-hmm. have to just make up decisions. Yeah. That are that's basically what makes up a good hunter or not. Like, can you make the yeah. right decision in a, in the in the second? And we were making them. Yep. But we I need, didn't make. The we didn't right make the one last one. Yeah. We needed to make one more. Yeah. <laughs> that, then that I'm going line. home with 400 pounds of meat. I need to send them a permission letter. Um, I will never forget watching Half Rack walk out of the Cedars. I mean, you got to see it. Like, you I, talk. You, of, you yeah. have a memory that I don't. Yes, you talk about. Um, like you, you saw him never, more straight on. Yes. Than I never did. You know, 
So when I heard that walking, like obviously you just you hope it's a big giant buck when you hear leaves going. But my my mind saw like a little spike just like coming yeah. out to play. But when you like when the first glimpse is just a magnum, like mm-hmm. those those thoughts. Like there's a couple like hunting memories that really never leave, and that is just etched hardcore in my brain. Um, that that I, we've talked about it already, even on this podcast. That evening in South Dakota. Man, I think I think the reason I loved it so much is because I I'll I'll, I'll shoot a wide tail over mule there's, deer nine days out of ten. There's absolutely something insanely special about going to a new spot. Yeah, like you get so, like excited, like yep, for sure. I did that in Oklahoma this last week, and you just you have no like there could be a mega giant in there. Yeah, you have no idea. That's what's so fun about it to yeah. me. Like. And we saw good whitetails in that piece. Yeah, somewhere and we'd never been. It was just like awesome that you and I were picking up on that on those vibes, mm-hmm. and we were like, "Man, I just feel like there's gonna be a big whitetail, and at least a 148, like a big yeah. heavy eight. Gosh, I just like hunting them in that in that area. Just like the weather was perfect, the terrain was just epic. Had everything I love about the fall season. Just thoroughly just could not get away from deer um and i mean ending it with a 30 yard frontal shot that just smoked a deer gosh yeah we i mean at the end of the day we look we look back on our success and it was just because we were shooting lights out a lot Mm -hmm. of the time yeah we did a good job and the falls before we've had animals slip through our fingers because of shots and this fall like we really didn't Mm -hmm. like my the my nebraska whitetail could have but i think I think he just dodged it. I think, I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe that's a miss, but like there's certain things I think about that. I'm just like, man, those things, those, those mistakes just didn't happen. Yeah. Um, low is babe. Mm-hmm. We should have killed that deer. My Kansas tag should have been filled. Um, how do you kill him? Say you, you, you stay aggressive you get, right after half rack. Okay. That, okay. I don't, I don't look back. Okay. I don't look back on that evening and be like, we should have hunted. No we way. Hunted. No way. Yeah. You don't. After you shoot a hundred eighty inch deer, you don't just get back up into the tree. Mm-hmm. You you gotta just soak that in, take pics. Yeah. And that, love every second but of that. Like, we hunted shed plot for two reasons. One, you flip the coin. Yep. But two, because yeah. there's activity, and we knew that that was where Babe would show up. Yep. Who have who, we talked who, about that on the podcast? After. What happened after that hunt? I feel like we had to have. Babe showed up. He Babe daylighted. Two hours. Two hours after Tom shot half rack in that same same thing. We so if we, if we, we would have shot, shot half yeah. rack, it just like left him be and just stayed up in the tree. Thomas and I switched positions. I would have shot Babe that night. We would have shot two mature bucks within two hours on mm-hmm. November 11th. But we didn't, which I have no regrets on that day. But where did we see? Did he show up anywhere on the 12th? I, I think I think so. I need to look back on picks, but like he was watching. Yeah, what the. He was, he was all over from the 12th to the 19th, which I know we had a hunt with Jacob in there, so that was a few days. He well, was daylight, all like a crazy banshee on the 17th. But I'm just like, that deer, Yeah, he, he kind of slipped dude. through. He, he kind of slipped through. toad. He kind of slipped through our fingers. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, we had the one, we, had, we saw him once. On the hoof, got some footage of him, barely. What do you do differently that day? Because we know, like, we know where he's at. Like, we knew he was down there. Yeah. I don't know what you do. Like, part of it is bad luck. But, like... Yeah. So, for the listeners here, our, our rectangle 80. Babe, what day was so it? The we should say, Babe is, like, uh, Babe is a mature buck yep. who has a, a massive body. Yes. But he's got maybe, what, 150 max on maybe top? Maybe max, yeah. 145, 150. But his, like, he is... He looks like... I've never seen a deer as thick. Mm-hmm. Um, we had him on. We had him on trail camera like a ton in November, and he always leaves like right around December first, December first week of December. He did that like after December. Like we got one picture of him later though than than he was last yeah, year. Yeah, like, but, but like, like the fifth or seventh, yeah. and then he was gone. Mm-hmm. Haven't had another pic of him. And so yeah, this this November fourteenth, fifteenth time frame. He was dead center on our 80. Like, dead center. 
in some thick cover. We knew that because we had a, a trail camera in there, and he was on there like in the evening, and then he was on Middle there the day, like, but like night, two a.m., mm-hmm. five a.m. Like, so you just know he's there. Mm-hmm. You know he's there. That time of the year, he's in that thick cover. We we had a hard time deciding. Like, we were either going to hit him. Like, it was a it was a northeast wind pushing southwest. Yeah. Or no, it was a yeah. northwest wind pushing southeast. Mm-hmm. And we like had like we knew he was going to be in there. We were just trying to figure out how we should work it. So we just we allotted to go. Best case scenario is you work you work up from the south, but yep. we had no good way to do that quietly. Yep. Yeah, that, that you're just you're gutting the eighty with all of our thick cover. Mm-hmm. We don't have any good stands in that super thick stuff, and just like we didn't know how close we should get, so we allotted to go a transition, which technically he would be slightly downwind if he got to a certain spot. But we were like, man, if he comes like any other way, yeah. There's okay. You look at a pie, an eighth. Uh, an eighth to maybe a quarter, maybe a quarter of that pie. Max. Yeah. He, like, really can't come through. But the other side, it's, like, looking pretty good. But, unfortunately, that, that, like that, that slice of the pie is kind of, like, where he may be. And so, looking back, I feel like that was kind of a little bit of a mistake. Like, you shouldn't, like, go into a hunt. Like, like saying, kind like, of oh, we knowing, just need to get lucky. Yeah, kind of knowing that our wind's pushing him his mm-hmm. way. And granted, like, where he was, our wind wasn't getting there. But, like, so basically I rattled. And a few minutes later, he, he was coming up right in that slice of the pie. What that I didn't bad. imagine is him coming up where he came. Yes. Like, I thought, like, in my mind, I was like, okay, when it comes, like, we, like Nate needs to get shot fast because mm-hmm. he'll probably be, like, slight in some sort of bad wind-ish and area. To be fair, he was in bow range. Mm-hmm. So technically, if we would have had a little more cleared, I could have shot him. Mm-hmm. So he like he was in the he was in thick at like forty, which I would totally shoot um, at forty. So I mean, part of it is that we just yeah the it was, he was just was in thick cover, but yeah I mean he he got our wind and busted and that's that's yeah. I just thought that we had the tools to be able to kill that deer, but he kind of yeah. slipped through my fingers. So, yeah, I mean, drawing the non-resident Kansas tag and not feeling it these days kind of, kind of sucks. But just had high priorities for the for the fall and passed some awesome deer. Didn't have one one hunt go my way. I mean, we saw Splitchy two in the stand, which we had never done before. So. That was pretty sweet, but yeah. All right. I don't know if you have any other things for 2022. It was a solid year. I mean, probably our best year ever, you know, I mean, on all, all spectrum of things. So just got to take, we want to just take what we've learned and have, have the best 2023 ever. Um, I want a spring bear hunt. Mm. I want to go to Idaho, rifle Mm. tag. Mm. Mm. I mean, obviously you'd need to come with me. Yeah, sure. I, I don't know, kind of, Rich has been on a bear hunting kick, and I've been watching some. We should talk to Newcomb. Yeah. See if he can get My biggest up. fear is, like, is determining sex. Yeah. You know, like, that, like, That's even hard. watching, like, the good pros are, like, it, it's pretty difficult. Like. Just got to ask them to lift their leg quick before the shot. Mm-hmm. Like, you're looking at snout and ass. Yeah. yeah. Because you know. boars have short snout. <clears throat> and their ass kind of falls off. Yeah. Right? yeah. But, I mean. What does that mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know. <clears throat> yeah, you just, I'll probably just, I'd probably just watch a ton and. Yeah. Um, got, you to, drew, I mean, you got, you did the 10 hour Idaho wait, so we've got an Idaho tag. Oh, yeah. That'll be fun. That'll be fun. That'll, back. that'll be really fun. Yeah. I'm um, not leaving that until I fill a tag. Like, no. I'm staying. Just go back in there and rough yeah. it. The nice thing is that now that like we can't like bounce like we can't we don't have the openness of bouncing around yeah, the units so like we committed. are in the unit yeah. and that is that and we'll bounce around in the unit but yeah I feel like we honed in 2022 we honed our backcountry we our backcountry kit like we got we upgraded mm-hmm. in our water 
source we upgraded in our tent and packing stuff our food obviously the the gastronome has been big time but i felt like we were we upgraded in bags hardcore mm -hmm. felt like we were more equipped to do longer stints out there i think we could we could still use a zero degree yeah but i don't know like on a early season hunt you what are those bags that. what are they 15 yeah i mean we were pretty comfortable in elk. I'm like, that's cold. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's getting down in the 20s, don't you think? Yeah, I think maybe the teens and one of the nights. And, we, I mean, we didn't have sleeping pads. We were we were on the ground. With the, I mean, having a sleeping pad, we need to – we have them. We just – we need to get possibly more mobile ones. Yeah. But we did uh, more more truck camping, too, with, with the, the cover that we, we have. Also, on, like, we, if we got a stove, that would be, like, ideal. to make it happen. Because yeah. that that Argali Absaroka has a has a vent for it, mm -hmm. which would be perfect. But yeah, so gonna be doing a couple different things. Maybe we'll go. Yeah, you know, you know what we should do. We need to. We could talk to old Brad Brooks and see if he wants to take us up on the Idaho turkey, and we could try to fill bear, bear tag. Of grizz tag. <laughs> That'd be fun. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. I'm sure we could get one of our dumb friends I, to go into Grizz Country have, to shoot turkeys like, with us. I need to I need to spend some time in Grizz Country. Like I it it's something that is like in my head, like I've never done. Well, like no, I take that back. I've been in Brown Bear Country. Okay. Yeah, but I've been in some our, of the worst our Brown Idaho Bear. unit is not out of Grizzly Country. No. It, it's probably it's one possible. of the more No, I, I looked at the map. It it's you have low odds of seeing it in our unit. Okay. But they 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 have seen them walk through it before. Yeah. But, like, I mean, I spent time in, in the Yukon, like, big, like, grizz in there. And I didn't see them. There's sign everywhere. Everybody else had seen them. But, like, I wasn't afraid of them. Like, I hadn't heard the stories yet. I, like, I, yeah. I wasn't afraid of what could happen, you know? So in the mornings, you're, like, covering yourself in fish oil and, like, going yeah. down to the stream. Yeah, I mean, I'm, Taking like, I'm doing all the water, water runs, yeah. you know, not even thinking about it without a weapon. Yeah. You know? Um. But, yeah, I mean, I... Looking I'd back, like, should you have been packing heat? Oh, absolutely. I mean, the, the Tonigan The mentor that that was running you on that trip kind of effed up. He should have given you a little more grace, yeah, Todd. Yeah, definitely. But Toddigan, I mean, he slept with a 45 cal. You know? So I, I felt good about that. Yeah. Um, he always had it on the horse, too. Okay. Yeah, you were pretty taken care of. All right. Well, guys, that's a wrap. That's a little longer... Uh, podcast than we normally do but happy new year hope you guys had an incredible christmas i want you guys to remember that christ is the reason for the season i know it's a little after after the facts but man i hope that you have an incredible 2023 and really stay grounded in what you need don't be chasing those 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 likes on the social i feel like that's i feel like that's sometimes hard for me to get after a little just a little advice um man just frame up yourself to be successful for yourself this year and <clears throat> just just ground yourself in things that really matter mm -hmm. all right i look at it as hey we are here in this earth for a limited time father nate's giving his homily we're here for a limited time and man when you die it's just it's not going with you you know so like create relationships that matter be a good person and have have fun, have fun hunting. You don't like, need a lot of things, God. You just don't. He, he provides. Yeah, you just don't. If you, if you truly are stressed about things, just what I do is I give it to the Lord and I let Him take care of it. What happens happens. You know the verse that I like. Uh, I think it's it might be in Matthew, but it's when Jesus talks about like God provides for like. A shelter, food, water for birds, the animals, the deer. Yeah. You know, how much more will he provide for you? Yeah. You know? Seems like a lot. That 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 simple, like, phrase just can calm you down. Yep. You know, when you're worried about how much money you make or um, how are you going to get this, do that, you know, like, pay for, paid for child care and, and school and your mortgage. Still try to find time to hunt. Mm-hmm. 
hey, it can get you, it, it can get you all revved up. But I think this time of the year, especially, is a great one to pick your word of the year. Mine's commitment. I want to be committed. That's a good one for you. Yeah, I want to be committed to a bunch of different things and really follow through with those things. And do we need batteries? We've got some down yeah. there. For no, I, we whatever. need some other things. But, um, yeah, just, just pick that and just, just get after it, you know? Just get after it. Write those goals down and, uh, and crush. So My word last year was dedication. And uh, how'd that go? Really well. All right, guys. Well, if you, again, if you have any questions, comments, man, you know where to find us. Info at identicaldraw.com and um, social, you know, just DM us whenever. Yep. Um, Every DM gets a response. Oh, absolutely. By us. Not some, our, some not people our, think we have like uh, a secret agent. Secret agent or employee that's responding us to, to make sure that we don't have to hear from all of our fans, but that's not the case. So catch you next time. All right. Bye.